Hi, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Daisy Take. And I'm Daisy Elizabeth, and you're listening to my show in the new year, 2023. I hope that everyone, that you're having a wonderful new year, and it's just getting started, so let's make it 2023 better than 2022. That's my goal. It's my, it's it's good to have goals. It's my goal to be a good person, to be realistic about my goals, because oftentimes I'm not, and then I just don't accomplish them. And, you know, so I, I want to be a better person. I want to ha- set boundaries. I want to learn to say no. I'm tired of being a people pleaser. It's rough and it's exhausting. It, it's so exhausting. So anyway, welcome to my show. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. And for my listeners, hi, glad you're here today. Today we're going to be discussing UFO conspiracies. And this story that I picked today I found was very interesting. Information for today's episode comes from Saucero.com. I know I just like probably screwed that one up. Uh, SocorroNewMexico.org and again, Wikipedia.org. Don't at me. So today's episode is going to be about the Lonnie Zamora incident. Have you ever heard of it? Let's talk about it. This story to me is very credible and it's just right down scary, if that makes sense. It's just, it's like any other UFO story in New Mexico, but this one seems to have a lot of credibility to it. Um, I know that a lot of people in New Mexico have seen or claimed to see UFOs. And I personally know a few that have actually claimed to see saucers um, or UFOs. You know, a UFO could be anything. It is an unidentified flying object. So it could be anything. We don't know what it is. But I think when we see UFOs and we hear the word UFO, where do you automatically go? Roswell. Roswell, New Mexico. Well, my friends, this one didn't happen in Roswell. It happened in Socorro, New Mexico, which to me was very, um, very kind of exciting because I've been through Socorro. I've been to Socorro, you know, never heard of it before this. So that's, that's pretty awesome. But I think that there's a difference um, in northern New Mexico. As you get up north, there's it's a more magical, spiritual um just a, you know, you can see UFOs everywhere. I mean, it's just, it's just my opinion, people. On Friday, April 24th, 1964, Lonnie Zamora was in pursuit of a vehicle. And he was a police officer for the city of Socorro, New Mexico. And so he goes in pursuit of this car and he goes out of town onto a dirt road and he keeps driving after the person he's pursuing. And then he notices off in the distance, what looks like there be, there's kind of a car that is turned over. So he kind of looks at it and, um, he notices it in the distance and he was like, well, maybe I can offer some assistance. So he kind of goes towards it. But as he got closer, he realized that it was not a car. It was a UFO. 
but I don't think he knew it at the time. So he stops to investigate and offer any kind of assistance he can. And then he notices it was an oddly shaped craft, something he'd never seen before. So as you approach the craft, it made an odd sound. It, it literally startled him. And then he noticed these figures that were in white coveralls and they were standing beside the craft. So the figures eventually, they went away, they vanished, and there was a loud noise and like a door shutting. And he attempted to radio police and radio his officers, you know, the station, wherever. But there was no way that he could because there was so much static. So that's what I understand. And there was a strange red insignia on the craft. As it was taken off, he noticed it. You know, as it was taken off, he noticed it. So he ran behind his police car and he hid. And the thing was taken off very slowly. And he said it hovered there for about 30 minutes. That to me is just kind of freaky. I think I would freak out. <laughs> and he was just really in shock. He was freaked out and, and he was just um, very excited, but very uh, scared at the whole situation. Um, so I guess there was a lot of chaos when he was watching this, you know, and he was like freaking out. I mean, he's in pursuit of a vehicle and he's not really expecting to... Um, he's not really expecting to see anything. And then all of a sudden he sees this UFO with a red insignia on it. And, um, you know, he's just like, well, um, I'm going to freak out now and I'm going to go hide behind my patrol car. And that's exactly what I would have done. I mean, I give the guy credit. He's, you know, it, it's just really, really scary. So I guess in all this chaos, he stumbled, he lost his glasses, he left him there, and he went behind his police car. And I think he was just shielding himself, he was hiding himself. I think he was probably very frightened by it. You know, I mean, that's... From reading the stories and, and looking at the articles, I even saw something on Discovery about this. And he must have been terrified. I mean, so while he's still on the side of the police car, he calls his friend, a New Mexico state police officer named Sam Chavez. And I guess he gets there in like 10 or 15 minutes after he calls. And um, he was the first to talk to him. And he said he was terrified and excited all at the same time. And then soon after, more people started showing up. Within 90 minutes, the army. Richard T. Holder from White Sands Missile Range. So I guess the Army went to examine the site and look for any kind of signs of a possible hoax. They found there was nothing, and they agreed with Zamora's testimony, with his statement, and they supported his claims. Because, I mean, really, are you going to think this guy is nuts? You know, I... I don't know. I, I really believe in this stuff. I believe in UFO. I believe in hauntings. I believe in, you know, I've never seen a UFO, but I know people who have. 
And when they start telling their stories, it's, it's almost unreal to me, but I love hearing about them. By the next morning, Zamora's story was everywhere in every newspaper across the country. So it kind of went viral. You know, somebody tweeted it out and there it went. But, you know, of course, they didn't have Twitter or, or Facebook or anything back then. But, you know, by the next morning, everybody knew. It was in every paper across the country. He was probably freaking out about that. In the following days, Zamora cited a similar and identified a craft in that area of New Mexico. But, so, okay, so Zamora saw this. Let, let me clarify that. Zamora had this sighting. And I guess there was somebody else who saw it too, but they never mentioned the name of the person that saw it. And then I guess some other people had identified some crafts that they had saw, but it really wasn't followed up on. Not like Lonnie Zamora's account was. Um. <clears throat> And so he had people gathering to meet him within hours of the incident. New Mexico State Trooper Ted Jordan was taking pictures of the site and the indentations on the floor. His camera and film were confiscated. Sorry, <coughs> I said that wrong. <coughs> they were confiscated. I can't say it. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, they were taken away. And he says that he was told that the pictures would be developed and they would be, you know, brought back to him. After some time, he asked about the photos, he asked about the film, and he was told that they were ruined in radiation. That they were no good. The pictures were no good. You're not going to get them back. Sorry, they got ruined. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm thinking maybe a government cover-up. I don't know, just saying. Don't start getting all crazy and at me and you know, I'm I you know, just I'm just saying, okay? So, despite Zamora seeing two alien beings, the idea of footprints were not found. Now, remember his friend, the New Mexico State police officer, didn't find any footprints anywhere around the area. The craft was seen. However, many of the bushes in the area were burnt badly. The original story printed for the first time on April 28, 1964. <clears throat> in Socorro's El Defensor Chefitan newspaper. I probably butchered that and I do apologize. So what do you think about all this? It to me, it's mind blowing. Um, government cover up, I don't know. And what about the insignia? That's crazy. Remember the shapes of Morris said he saw on the craft, the insignia <laughs> that was initially relieved, released, and Zamora was actually, you know, he actually saw it and investigators um, advised that they would release a phony symbol 
and that might help identify any potential hoaxers attempting to deceive the government or the world. So Zamora, Lonnie Zamora was asked not to describe the insignia publicly because of the hoaxes. That could have happened. Um, you know, I mean, he was told, keep it to yourself. Don't talk about it. Um, you know, do not share this publicly. Do not tell people what it's like or what it looks like. Don't draw it out. And we're going to draw a fake one to see if we can bring the host, the hoaxers, you know, the people who are, are, are doing this to come forward. So, you know, so there he is. He's like, um, he's right in the middle of all this. I mean, poor guy just doing his job, you know, all of a sudden he gets thrust into the limelight. Um, there was also a public blue book investigation. The thing that people found most compelling was there were indentations on the ground. This was the one of the most documented UFO sightings in history. This is one of the most documented ones. 30 years after the incident, Captain Richard T. Holder spoke publicly for the first time about this, kind of to share his perspective. And he said, Everything we saw seemed to support that Officer Zamora, Zamora recounted. My impression of talking to him was that he was mystified. He wanted an explanation. Nothing that I heard later gave me the slightest hint that he did this as a hoax or uh, cooked it up for fame and fortune. And that was Richard T. Holder. It's been over 50 years since this incident took place. And people are still wondering just what happened on that day. You know, and on a side note, um, apparently he was not the only one to witness this incident. Like I said earlier, there was a, an unidentified person. They were tourists or something. And they said they saw a, quote, funny looking helicopter. Now that could be anything that could be a funny looking helicopter or weather balloon, you know, I don't know. That could be anything. So I guess there was another witness, but they never came forward uh, or they wanted their identity concealed. Prior to the incident, Samora had been on the police force for five years and he was really regarded as an honest and trustworthy individual he really didn't want all the attention that this brought. Um, and eventually he just quit talking about it because he was really reluctant to talk about it, even with his own family. And he did, but Mr. Mus Mr. Zamora did do an interview. Um, he did an interview, I think once to tell what he saw and kind of tell his side. So this is, this is what I read. He said, I was chasing a reckless driver going up South Park Street. Up until the time I come across this little road, I heard a big roar blast. We got a dynamite shack to the west of there. I thought I'd investigate. I thought maybe it blew up. 
so I started out of there real fast. Halfways to it, I stuck my head out the window and I saw a car. Out of the car, and I had seen a white egg object. I didn't know what it was at the time. I thought it was a vehicle that had overturned. I started out there real fast so I could maybe help the people in the car. I went up to it, close, about 200 feet. I was 200 feet from it. I got out of the car. I started down towards it. When I heard this big noise, same noise, a flame coming from under it. I got scared. I started running back. I ran about 50 feet. I pulled myself up to the ground to hide. Afterwards, I didn't hear a noise no more. I just lifted up my head to see what was happening, and it was real quiet. And I, and I saw this white object just take off towards the west there, smooth out. And that was what he said, Lonnie Zamora. I found this to be one of the most interesting UFO cases or sightings. When I was reading about this and I was, I was, um, I watched that TV show. I was reading articles. I was putting this together. I thought, my God, why had, I thought it was so interesting, even more than Roswell. This is one of the most interesting UFO sightings, not only because he was a police officer, so he was credible, but some friends say he was never the same again. He was never the same after that. So what do you think of the Lonnie Zamora incident? Let me know. Um, write me an email. Let me know. Have you ever seen a UFO? I mean, it just kind of makes you think, you know, what if you do? Because I love to go outside and watch the stars. I, th I love to stargaze. And I think the best place is just like, like all the stars are out and you can see them and they're so beautiful. But it makes you wonder what's what else is out there, because we can't be that naive as a society to think that we are the only ones. And the universe is vast. So let me know. Take a listen next week. I've got a good episode next week. And I hope you all will join me. And I hope you all have a wonderful 2023. I hope it's uh, filled with love, peace, and happiness. Thanks so much for listening. And sis... Jolie, glad to have you back, honey. Love you. And glad you're back on board. And I hope all of you have a great, wonderful day. Bye.